Good evening and welcome to Booked Out on 106.9 Tune FM. I'm Rhiannon. I'm Jodie. And I'm Sarah. And we're all here to give you great bookish content for the next hour. So let's get into it. First off, we've got some new, well, news. Uh, then we'll follow that up by a quick little discussion on uh, paper or hardback versus ebook versus audiobook. And I think that's going to get a little bit heated, a little bit. Yes. Fiery in here. A little. Little, bit of ex- little bit of excitement when I can speak. <laughs> uh, we also have a review from Jodie. Jodie, what's the book that you're reviewing today? Um, Red Queen by Victoria Aveyard. Nice. And then finally, uh, before our new releases like we always do, we'll also have our TBRs and our currently reading lists and where we got all of that from too because, you know, we like to spread the love of books. Yes. <laughs> anyway, we'll put you guys to a quick song and when we come back, we'll get right into our content. You're listening to Booked Out on 106.9 Shoot FM. We go together, better than birds of a feather, you and me. We change the weather, yeah. I'm feeling heat in December when you're around me. I've been dancing on top of cars and stumbling out of bars. I follow you through the dark and get enough. You're the medicine and the pain, the tattoo inside my brain. And baby, you know it's obvious. I'm a sucker for you. For you, 
Welcome back to 106.9 Tune FM. Uh, so we are doing Booked Out at the moment. And Sarah, you've got some news for us. Uh, yes. yes. The This past week, was it? Or yep. past couple of days, we uh, had a interesting tweet from Erica L. Sanchez. Yeah, and that put a massive discussion out on book Twitter about that as well. So we're going to put our little input into it. So what was the tweet? So it was actually a series of tweets. Hmm. Uh, the first being Erica L. Sanchez. I don't believe in trigger warnings for books because literature is almost always triggering. That p- That's part of its job, in my opinion. When we decide to read a book, I feel like we're entering this agreement. Also, as I've said before, the world we live in is one giant ass trigger. Now, Erica Sanchez goes into this and ends up, poor girl, explaining herself into circles through this Twitter thread, which is a bit of a devastating moment for her. Mm. But I did want to bring to attention if you are still looking at the tweet thread, you will find further down yeah. a random Twitter user named Katie actually discusses exactly what the difference between certain kind of certain kinds of content warnings. Mm. So I would actually just like to read those for our dear listeners. Uh, but it is a long. It is thing, actually. Though. You are correct. Yeah. So maybe maybe next time. I think it's more the reactions from mm. Erica that I find more interesting because she said, "Please explain that difference to me." Yeah. And then after Katie's like three long, full character tweets, here's Erica going, "That is all fair," and I'm going to think about this a lot. Like she was open to discussion. That really impressed great. me. Yeah. Uh, like have strong opinions, but back them up and listen exactly. to everybody else's as well. But Jody, what do you think about this tweet? What do you think about trigger or content warnings in novels? Should they be there? Should they not? Sometimes they are good that, like, it, that they are there. But at the same time, sometimes it takes the fun out of it. Yeah, I guess because you'll uh, be expecting it now. Yeah, fair enough. I think they are sort of necessary in that if it's something that you would generally try to avoid, you would be more than welcome to sort of avoid that topic. But if it's something minor that might, say, be part of the entire novel series, it maybe just requires one small warning at the beginning and then you can understand that it will be a reoccurring theme. Yeah. Like, movies have uh, ratings based on different content warnings. And then you have books that aren't really uh, moderated at all. So, you know, it's just just annoying. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's just annoying that books don't have this at the moment. It should be... You know the page where it's got all the publisher information and stuff like that right next yeah, to the exactly. big page? Like, nice little content warning at the bottom of that. Perfect. And it wouldn't be taking away from the subject matter of the book because yeah. no one really looks at that information anyway. Uh, some people do, mainly of course. for referencing. But as soon as it's like popularised and people know what's there, 
then if they would like to read it and get the content warnings, they can. Or if you want to go into it without a content warning, go ahead. Exactly. Yeah. And it's a non-intrusive way of doing so, which I think would be really good. Uh, a way that RF Kong got around it with the Poppy War is uh, she's very loud and vocal on social media. And the Poppy War is a very graphic book. So she put on her website all of the content warnings for her book on it, uh, on the website. So then readers could go to her website, look at the content warnings and then go read the book, which I thought was really good. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, do we have any other news today, Sarah? Uh, we do. I believe there was some uh, authors that you were quite excited about meeting. What? <laughs> okay, okay. V.E. Schwab, author of Vicious and the Darker Shade of Magic and The Near Witch, which just released and V.E. Schwab's currently in Australia doing a tour for it. Actually, tonight she's at Sydney's Kanokania uh, oh, wow. with Garth Nix, I'm pretty sure. Uh, she met Jay Kristoff, my oh. favourite author. And both of these authors are very gothic in their storytelling. Very, uh, They like exploring villains and villainy and morality in their novels. And it's such a great thing to see two of my favourite authors meeting. Okay. <laughs> I just... I'm just so proud. And uh, the way that they announced that they met up, well, beforehand, V.E. Schwab was just like, Jay Kristoff, come meet me. Yes. <laughs> Let's drink some whiskey, hit whiskey and talk about book things. And then Jay Kristoff, a little while later, posted a photo on Twitter with the hashtag scheming. If they have a collaboration that they are talking about without me knowing, <laughs> I'd better know about it soon. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Because Jay Kristoff worked really well with Amy Kaufman on on the Illuminae Files and soon to be Aurora Rising, but uh, I can't say if Aurora Rising is good or not, but if it's anything like Illuminae, and it's in the same universe as Illuminae, so it better be. Uh, <laughs> I cannot wait. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. I actually did remember a lovely bit of information that I found earlier today. Ooh. Give us now, everything. I'm not sure if everyone's going to be a fan of this, but as of today, George R. R. Martin knows how he wants Game of Thrones to end the novel series. Just to clarify. Oh, my God. Yes. It's about time. <laughs> I know. That's what I was thinking. Considering the first episode of the final season of Game of Thrones comes out next Monday. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. So he will be ending the series with seven books, but we are still waiting on book number six. So we yeah. have a fair way to go, but good on George for finally getting there. Yeah. And with such a convoluted plot as well. Like, Oh, truly. It's... It, it really helps to watch it because it's so convoluted. You can have, like, the visual elements, but it takes a certain dedication to be yes. able to read the books um, from what I've heard. But I am going to be reading A Game of Thrones soon because that's my challenge book to oh read boy. a book from the year I was born. Wow. Yeah. So 1996 was when A Game of Thrones came out. Oh. And he still hasn't finished the wow. series. Have you seen the thickness <laughs> of those books, though? True. It makes sense. And the plot and world building of the books as well. Fair enough. But yeah, so 
that's our news done. We're going to go to a song, and when we come back, Jody. It's a spotlight on you as you talk about Victoria Aveyard for like 10 minutes. (laughs) If you can last that long, (laughs) talking about Victoria Aveyard. It's a challenge, but I'll have a go. Yeah, why not? (laughs) You're listening to Booked Out on 106.9 Tune FM. Welcome back to 106.9 Tune FM. This is Booked Out and Jodie has a review of Red Queen by Victoria Aveyard. Go yes, right ahead, Jodie. So I've got the synopsis. Yep. Yeah, that word. Here. This is a world divided by blood, red or silver. The reds are commoners ruled by a silver elite in possession of a godlike superpowers. And to Mayor Barrow, a 17-year-old red girl from the poverty-stricken stilts, it seems like nothing will ever change. That is until she finds herself working in the Silver Palace. Here, we sur- here surrounded by the people she hates the most, 
Mad discovers that despite her red blood, she possesses a deadly power of her own. One that threatens to destroy the balance of power, fearful of Mare's potential, the Silvers hide her in plain view, declaring that her a long-lost Silver Princess, now engaged to a Silver Prince. Despite knowing that one misstep would mean her death, Mare works silently to help the Red Guard, a militant resistance group, and bring down the Silver Regime. But this is a world of betrayal and lies and Mare has entered a dangerous dance, red against silvers, prince against prince, and Mare against her own heart. Ooh. Oh, that's a mouthful. <laughs> oh, it is such a good book, though. Thank you, Goodreads, for the synopsis. <laughs> yes, but it's amazing. I cried at the end of the first book. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so star rating uh, out of five. But I reckon it should uh, as in your rating. Oh, my rating. Yeah. Five out of five. I, yeah. yeah. I've got it. Um, <laughs> I actually ordered the next two books off Booktopia last week. And they finally came today. And I've just been reading them nonstop. Nice. <laughs> I So for all of you out there, Jody was reading. And I brought a whole heap of books up top because I wanted people to like have a look, see what I wanted to read and take some books because I will be the librarian. <laughs> and I go up to Jody and I'm like, I've got like five books here. I think you'd really like at least two of them. And Jody's just like, uh, just did the hand motion of Emily Blunt in A Devil Wears Prada going, I'm hearing this and I want to hear this. Wait, did <laughs> I much. actually? Yeah, you did this. I love no, that. I did no, I did the whole wave thing. Oh, I was you did waving the wave to thing. You. I thought you were. I thought no, you I'm would not be. that rude. <laughs> I would have found oh. it funnier if I, you did the hand thing. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, I completely understood. Like, I just put yes. the books right next to you and just walked away. <laughs> yeah, like I was reading it at the bus stop earlier today and I nearly missed the bus because of it. <laughs> no. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, uh, quick thoughts about the book. Like, you're allowed to go into spoilers. So, until the next song break, there are going to be spoilers for the Red Queen series. We'll say the series just because you're reading books at the moment. Yes. Like, yeah, just in case you go, oh, wait, that's Glass Sword, not Red Queen. Yeah, yes. go ahead. Okay, so for Red Queen, Mayor Barrows pretty much has a superpower and it's actually lightning, which is amazing. But she discovers it when she's falling down possibly to her death so that was um a bit of a shock Mm. but it was just wow it's such a full-on book (laughs) but i do highly recommend it what were your favorite elements of the book like the political political intrigue or the relationships or the character meshing the relationships between the characters i guess because like May gets uh, paired up with Maven, who's one of the princes in the books. But um, at the end of the book, he ends up betraying her. Oh, How did so, you feel about that? I was so mad. So, so mad because, like, they were such a cute couple. And they trust each other so much. And when they found... She even took him to where the Scarlet Guard was hiding and all that kind of stuff and introduced uh, him to everybody 
And then uh, he ends up going back to the palace, killing his own father for power. Nice. And then uh, <laughs> I forgot that happened. Yeah. At the end of That's all, brutal. Yeah, his um mother or something convinced him to kill his father, I'm pretty sure. I was about to say something, but I believe it's a spoiler for Glass Sword and you are currently reading it, so I do not want to ruin your experience. Don't <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Whoops. <laughs> it's all good. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So I can just see that you're just like I can't be articulate. Please don't make me say anymore. <laughs> but I don't want to spoil too much for everybody out there. Yeah, fair enough. But at the same time, I want to talk about it so badly. This is what we're here for. This is this is the place that you say it all. Because if they didn't want to be spoiled, they would have left and gone to the next song break already. That exactly. is true. Yeah. That is very true. Yeah. But that's completely okay. Uh, th- did you want to keep on saying anything more? Or yeah, oh. yeah. What do you think? <laughs> what did you think about the lightning powers? Were they executed well? She had Ish. to have a lot of practice for it. Yeah. And the guy that I can't remember his name, but um, the guy that was teaching her how to control her powers, he was actually executed because of that. Oh. Like a lot of her, um, the maids and stuff, and a lot of her teachers, they were all executed, which was really unfair to them. Yeah. And I was pretty mad about that as well. Fair. The, whole, the whole book just made me mad. <laughs> yeah. I could, that's my summary of it as well. Just yeah. angry, yeah. always. Fair enough. Uh, and you like reading adventure books, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So is this like. A very big difference to what you would usually read? It is a huge difference. Yeah. Like, I'm mainly reading um, this series because my boyfriend's mum got me the first book for Christmas. Oh, okay. And I'm just like, let's give this a go. And then here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Fair enough. But yeah, thank you so much for giving us your thoughts on Red Queen. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> uh, I might actually go and read it now. It got you so many do. mixed reviews on BookTube, so that's why I was like, eh. Mm. Especially from people I trust. They were just like, mm, don't like, except for one of them, which was like, this is one of the books to end all books. <laughs> and I was just like, I want to follow your opinion, but I also don't want to. Because like, <laughs> I've had so many other opinions. But speaking of finding books, next break we will be talking about our TBRs and our to be reads and our currently reading. So you guys get to know a heap of books yes. in the next break. So until then, we'll leave you with a song. You're listening to Booked Out on 106.9 Tune FM. Like lightning. Do you still like me?
Welcome back to Book Dad on 106.9 Chin FM when we talk about all the bookish things. So we're going to have a discussion now, guys. Oh, wait a minute. No, we're talking about our TBRs. Uh, Yeah. So after our TBRs and our currently reading, we're talking about paper, hardback versus ebook versus audiobook. So stay tuned for that. But TBR currently reading. uh, So currently reading. I am still reading Priory of the Orange Tree by Samantha Shannon. I am not surprised. (laughs) It looks like such a huge book. It's like uh, nearly 900 pages. Oh my yeah, goodness! I'm only, wow! Uh, I spent a week of just not reading because I was stressed about everything in life, uh, <laughs> but I am getting into that routine where I just read for an hour here or there instead of going. I have to have an entire day to read. Yes, that's it. We don't want that. <laughs> I am also in between reading Priory of the Orange Tree. I'm also reading The Hobbit, which is our book club book, which we have not finished yet. But that's okay because we're studying human beings and we'll hopefully have a chat about it before we go on mid-try break. Uh, so, yeah, Priory is going well, though. I like Priory of the Orange Tree. I'm, I'm sucked in to no end, but I just don't have time to read. I feel that pain. Yeah. So I'm telling myself that if I get one of my assignments done by, like, Sunday 12 o'clock, I will have all of Sunday afternoon and evening to read. Yes, we love that. Yes. What are you reading at the moment? Um, Jodie. I'm pointing to Jodie for all of you people out there. (laughs) I'm reading Glass Sword by Victoria Avid, the next one of Red Queen. Yep. And I'm also trying to read The Hobbit as well. Mm. I've found a copy of it in all the books I brought with me here. Yeah. Nice. Whereas I bought the pocket leather editions of it. Uh, so it's the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings series all in one like nice little faux leather type it's thing. It's so pretty. I mm. just want to touch it all the time. Uh, you bet that once I get one more picture with a grey background for my Instagram, it will be a series of just those books. Yes. Like, in autumn leaves because Armadale's autumns are just gorgeous oh we love autumn here well i will find out this autumn how pretty it is yes yes you will so sarah what are you reading well i actually have two but i believe we wanted to save the second one till last yeah so i will start with my first one now it is called oh not a good time to have a blank two can keep a secret yeah bye let me call by Karen <laughs> McManus. There we go. There we go. We nailed it. So it is such a good book so far. I do have to admit I am listening to the audiobook of it. Sorry. Nice. But it is wonderful. And I'm already so intrigued by the characters. It uh, is a, basically a murder mystery yep. set in a private school in a rich fancy area of town so i am loving it (laughs) it is so good for my soul yeah but yes and the second one which is also on my tbr so perfect segue Uh, so what else are you currently reading i am also reading four dead queens that title had me drawn in real quick yep this one's by astrid shotel yes thank you 
I'm only up to chapter four because I started it today. Mm-hmm. But I, it is another one I have fallen in love with. I am reading that, this one paperback. So You're I've welcome. got both, both <laughs> sort of mediums going at the moment. But it is just as amazing. I think I might end up finishing Four Dead Queens before I finish this audiobook just because I am so obsessed with the (laughs) um, main main character, Kiralee? Kiralee? Yeah. She is just a woman after my own heart and I just aspire to be like her daily. Fair enough. Yeah, I've got Four Dead Queens on my TBR. I actually bought the book to lend yes. to well for myself, but I did also lend it to Sarah because thank I you, brought, Rhiannon. No worries, because I brought about like ten books up top for these guys to have a look at. So, what is it actually about? So, Four Dead Queens. Uh, so, it Carolee decides that as a thief and a liar, she's going to steal something. Yep, as you do. And by stealing something, as something of high value, she kills all four queens in this land. Yes. And she has to go from there. Yeah. So she teams up with another... Does she... I think it's in the thing. Uh, I believe it's teamed up with another... Yeah. Another pal. Yeah, so... Yeah, so the person that she steals the package from uh, helps her out oh, to. I yeah, I only just got past the uh, package situation, so yeah. I am quite eager yeah. to see that happen. Yeah, so they hit. So those two end up on the run with like a collapsing empire around them. So I can't wait to read it. It's it sounds so good. And also Astrid Schodel had a book launch for this book, Four Dead Queens, with Amy Kaufman as well. Ooh. And I had, that's how I found out about this book. Yes. Uh, I also found out from a booktuber, Beckel Panda, who actually went to the launch event and filmed a whole heap of the interview as well wow. with the author. So I was just like, yes, give me all of it. Yes. <laughs> um, I also want to read Once Upon a River which is set in historical Paris, I'm pretty sure. I I apparently just want to keep on reading things about historical Europe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so the, um, the synopsis, there we go, from Goodreads says it perfectly because it sets the scene, it sets the mood. Yes. So... A dark midwinter's night in an ancient inn on the Thames. The regulars are entertaining themselves by telling stories when the door bursts open on an injured stranger. In his arms is the drowned corpse of a little child. Hours later, the dead girl stirs, takes a breath and returns to life. Is it a miracle? Is it magic? Or can it be explained by science? Replete with folklore, suspense and romance, as well as with the urgent scientific curiosity of the Darwinian age, Once Upon a River is richly atmospheric as Setterfield's bestseller, The Thirteenth Tale. Wow. Now yeah. I want to read that. I want to read that too. Like- I think the Thames is actually Britain, so... <laughs> yeah, Oops. so Europe. <laughs> close enough. It's close enough. <laughs> Two hour driving you there, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, so... 
I want to read Once Upon a River as well. Yes. So, yeah. For that reason, just that synopsis just hooked me. And I'm pretty sure it was Peru's project or that decided to do that. So, uh, Raylene. Uh, no, Reagan. There we uh, go. Yes. Reagan. Yes, yes. Yeah. Who recommended that on Booktube as well. So, yeah. What is on your TBR, Jody? Um... King's Cage. Yep. Which is the third <laughs> book of this series. Yes. <laughs> Go on. And I'm still waiting on a particular book to actually come out or at least let us know what the title is. It's the um, second last book of the Jack West series by Matthew Riley. Yep. I have read all of the ones he's published so far. The last two I've got are hard copies but he has not released anything about the next book and it is driving me crazy oh no that's not good yeah wow Uh, i would cry i mean yeah i probably am gonna cry for you yeah like i even um took a chance a, a few weeks ago to email him about it and be just like can you please let me know what happened? Bitch, where's your book? Yes. <laughs> That's <pretty> it. Much, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Sarah, what is on your TBR? Oh, I just had it open. This is why we make sure that we're prepared. So ha- what is prepared? Yes. What is prepared? I have uh, another. It's called Courting Darkness. And it is by Robin Lafevers or Fevers mm. Lafevers. I truly don't know. I'll find out. But it's about a duchess coming to France and she becomes an undercover spy. Ooh. Yeah. In uh, France. Okay, it is current day France. I thought it was going to be. Super secret past France, but no, mm. current day France. Nice. So we're excited for that. Yes. I love a bit of intrigue. Where did you find out about this book? I actually found out about this book through, there was a list on Goodreads mm-hmm. about um, young adult fiction being released this year. So it's actually a new release as well. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. But yes, yeah, so that was our TBR and currently reading for the next, excuse me, a little while. Uh, and next up, we are going to have Battle to the, de- to the Death. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, <Let's> try. <laughs> a strongly worded discussion yes. on whether paper or hardbacks are better or ebooks or audiobooks. If you guys want to know what our favourites and our least favourites are, you're going to have to come back after the break to find out. You're listening to Booked Out on 106.9 Tune FM. Lately, I've been, I've been thinking, I want you to be happier, I want you to be happier. When the morning comes and we see what we've become, in the cold light of day we're a flame in the wind, not the fire that we begun. Every argument, every word we can't take back Cause with all that has happened I think that we both know the way that the story ends Then only 
It's eating me up inside But we ran our course We pretended we're okay Now if we jump together At least we can swim far away from the wreck we made Then only for a minute I want to change my mind Cause this just don't feel right to me I want to raise your spirits I want to see you smile to Booked Out on 106.9 Tune FM and we are discussing the best format of books and which ones are the best, which ones are the worst, you know the drill, uh, paper hardbacks or ebooks or audiobooks. Which, uh, which one do we like most and why? No negativity yet, but the ones we like most and why. Can I start? Yes, go ahead. So... I would just like to preface, 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 preface. Thank you. English is hard. Yeah, it is. I would just like to preface. I love all books and I love all types of books. But as someone who works and does a lot of other things, I often don't have time to sit down and read a book, read a paper book. So I've found that audiobooks have been so helpful to me just to really get me in the mindset of a good book and it's a really fun way for me to sort of process and listen to books because I can do it in the car 
which I am in 95% of my time. Fair enough. It just means that you're driving and reading at the same time. Exactly. Yeah, and it's not dangerous. <laughs> exactly. What about you, Jodie? I, I like paperbacks and hard copies. Yeah. Mainly because I feel it feels so satisfying when I'm turning a new page. Mm. Oh, that feeling is just, yeah. <laughs> and new book smell and old book smell. Yes. yes. Just the smell. Just open up the book and... Yes. Much, yeah. yes. <laughs> Get a good whiff. Exactly. Uh, and it also looks so good to see all of the books you've read just on your bookshelves. And it's just externalising a part of yourself pretty much in just your own space and it's so good that's why I like my book collection because it's always a reflection of my reading toast and what I love yeah yes yeah. uh I I also have to kind of go with the paper uh, uh, paperbacks uh, paperbacks over hardbacks actually uh but hard copies overall just because I like my collection of books. I, I also like the design elements that go into books as well, yeah. like the front covers and stuff. You don't, it, you get to feel the foils and the different glossy covers and uh, it just also the sound of books as well, like the floppy paperbacks that just did the blah, 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 blah thing. Like, <laughs> yes. I should have brought in a Luminae. I brought it up here tonight. I should have brought it here so then I could do this. Yes. Like, <laughs> you guys don't know what hand motion I'm making, but it's kind of hilarious. It's highly entertaining. Uh, uh, into the microphone. Yeah, into the microphone. Oh. Yeah. That's Weatherboard. Yeah. Weatherboard book. Exactly. <laughs> I love that sound as well. And I like just being able to show people what I'm reading as well. You can be like, oh, I'm reading this ebook. And people will be like, oh, what's it about? Whereas I bring out Priory of the Orange Tree, I put it on the table, and they're just like, that is such a big book. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, and I'm reading it. And like, I can do it. <laughs> like bringing out just massive tomes and just being like, I can read this. I had so much satisfaction in knowing that I could read the Harry Potter series in eight days. Like, yeah. You terrify me. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, that was back in like year eight though. Of course. Yeah. So back when reading was actually a not very healthy habit for me mentally because mm. I would use it to escape too much. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's why my reading has gone down so much lately. Same. Yeah, because it's actually a healthy relationship with reading instead of an unhealthy one. Imagine that. Woo! Uh, but yeah, just being able to... Also, I was the kid in high school that would show up with a different book every day. <gasps> Same! <Yeah. laughs> like, I was the kid in the corner constantly reading and ignoring everybody else. Yeah, the teacher would come up to me and go, why do you have your foot? It's a book? It's a book? Uh, I remember once in year 10 where she'd be like, get your phone, don't be looking at your phone, I can see you. I brought out Pride and Prejudice and she was just like, as long as you do your activities, you're fine to read. And I'm like, and so here I am, just plopped the book on the yeah. desk and just started reading. It was an English teacher as well teaching history and she knew how much I just worked ahead in the class anyway. Yeah. So it was great. <laughs> But yeah, that's why I like paperbacks so much. Mm. But then, but then, ebooks 
uh, for the convenience. Yeah. And also, if I want to read smut, I don't have yeah. to show everyone what I'm reading there. <laughs> yeah. If you actually looked at my ebooks, there would be a surprisingly high amount of not safe for work content. Yeah. <laughs> I am sorry to any of my friends and family listening. You have learned a lot about me right now. <laughs> yeah, because back in high school, I was the one who was on fanfiction.net yep, and stuff. Just reading me. smut in the middle of class. Yeah. And they'd be like, what are you reading at the moment? And I'll be like, I'm reading, I'm reading. Uh. <laughs> I used to always say, I'm reading fan-created content that's been curated by higher authorities. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. Whereas my go-to was, I'm reading poetry. I'm reading <gasps> classical poetry. Yeah, because nobody wants to hear about that. <laughs> I'm using Some people, that next time. Yeah. I'll I just love say, that. Just spat out uh, Robert Browning or Yeats or Gwen Harwood or something and you'll be fine. Like, Have an extra tab of poetry ready just in case someone gets a little too curious. Oh, you know, you could just be like Shakespeare. Yep. Just say Shakespeare. No one wants Shakespeare. Uh, I would, but like, <laughs> yes, Shakespeare is one of my favorite playwrights. I have so many, so many things. Uh, but like, I like hard copies, but ebooks still have that little place in my heart just because yeah. they're so convenient. Yeah, that's fair. Now, let's get into our least favorites and why. And Jody has some feelings. Jody has been side-eyeing me this whole time, <laughs> ready to tear my audiobooks to shreds. Calm down, woman. We know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Jody. Okay, so while Jody is, oh wait, you ready? No, no, she's okay. still dead. She's still dead. Yeah. So go ahead, Sarah. Talk about your least favorite. So hard. Hard covers. Now, like I said at the beginning, I love them all very much. Yeah. But hard books are just so inconvenient for me and I am just a very unfocused person naturally. So when I'm reading a hardcover book, I have to be in the zone and I have to be able to tune people out. And unfortunately, as busy as I am, I cannot do that all the time. So just mm. being able to put in headphones and listen to an audiobook is just that already prepared zone out zone where yeah. people know not to be all up in my jam and I yeah. can really get into it. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. So is it hard covers or paperbacks that you least prefer out of the hard copies? Oh, I'm going to have to say paperbacks just yeah. because I am not delicate and I will accidentally throw a book around if I have to. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. Alrighty. And Jody, with your rebuttal, go ahead. Well, I don't like audio books because I get distracted too easily and I wouldn't be able to follow the story as well as mm. I would with a paperback or a hard copy. Yeah. And with ebooks. With ebooks, I would easily like lose what line I'm going, and it's just not as satisfying when you're turning the page of a normal, normal paperback book, like a traditional yeah. book. Yeah, I'm no. sorry, Sarah, but I completely mm. disagree with you. Are and you sorry? 
Not really, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, Quite sure, cool. they may be convenient to people who do have busy lives. Mm. I do get that side of it, but I just get the t- like. I just get too distracted easily. Yeah, no, that's completely fair. And like I said, I get un- I get distracted pretty easily too. But I just find that I am quicker to focus on an audiobook than a heart than a traditional media book. Fair enough. Mm. I personally, my least favorite is audiobooks as well. But I, I'm very weird with ebooks and audiobooks. Like. I can find flaws in them, but I still like them. Yeah. So I'm not like indignantly against them. I love audiobooks because they can accompany my Shakespeare plays and I can read like a dramatized version. Yes. Uh, and have like the different characters, uh, voices in my mind as I'm reading the Shakespeare play, adding an extra dimension of understanding. Uh, and audiobooks, though. If it's not the right narrator, I will not read. No, I will not listen to it. I have given yeah. up on the Hobbit audiobook because I cannot handle the narrator. Fair enough. He talks too slowly and he sings the songs. Yeah. You do not need to sing the songs. Read it <laughs> like a poem. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I just, ugh, yuck. Like, I did <laughs> try an audiobook many years ago, mm. but because of um, that person's voice, Mm. I'm just like, nope, I definitely can't. This is not for me. Nope. Yeah. I do recommend if you are wanting to try audiobooks, I don't have any off the top of my head, but there is actually a genre where they just dramatize stories. So they bring in a whole cast and a specific narrator, and it's like you're listening to a play. And it's a nice stepping stone into audiobooks, I found. Mm. So definitely, if you do want to give it a try, Give that a go and see how you feel about that. Yeah. it's like a podcast at that point, yeah. which I also am a massive fan of. Yeah, I like podcasts, actually. It's just, if I'm going to read, hard copy is just the way to go. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, but uh, very quickly, we're going to go through and rate them from best to worst. So myself, hard copy, ebook, audiobook, Jody. Hard copy. No, as in oh. as in favourite to least oh. favourite. Favourite to least Oh, yeah, that's favorite. right. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing that. Sorry. Brain's not working. <laughs> it's like your hard copy, paperback, e-book, and an audio book last. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to say for convenience, audio book, e-book, hard copy, uh, traditional media. Yeah. But I actually do love books, so I'm... In terms of personal favourites, uh, traditional media, audiobooks, and ebooks. Oh, nice. Mm. Nice. Anyway, finally, we have about six minutes left, so we will go quickly into our new releases. Yes. Uh, so, firstly, being released today is The Descendant of the Crane, which is by Jean Ho. Uh, <laughs> I was a genius and turned off my phone. Great job. Great I job. I know. So prepared. Yeah. So uh, it's being released today, the 9th of April. So in this YA fantasy, Princess Hesina has to grow up early to assume the throne after her father's death. But there's just one issue. She believes her father was murdered from the inside. This story weaves mystery, fantasy and royal intrigue in an Asian-inspired setting. Uh, So the next one is... uh, So... We've got Meet Cute as well. Jodie, did you want to read that one out? Uh, sure. Meet Cute. It's by Helen Hunting. 
a gorgeous and fresh novel about the main lead, Kaylin, working for her high school crush, Daxton, eight years after they finished. Dax asks Kaylin for legal help after he receives sole care of his 13-year-old sister. <coughs> Sorry. This is a heartwarming story about rebuilding relationships and finding the family bonds you've lost. Oh, that sounds so good. And it's being released today as well. And then finally, we have Lost Roses by Martha Hall <coughs> Kelly. Yeah. Now, this is a really intriguing book because it's actually somewhat of a prequel to this author's Lilac Girls. So she has that book and it's about an about a character called Caroline. Now, Lost Roses is about Eliza, her mother. And it's about Eliza in 1914 sort of moving to New York from Paris and it's about her meeting up with her friends and just experiencing this time period on the brink of war really Mm. and it's a true it's a story based on true events so it's a really interesting take and I'm quite excited to read it actually yeah it sounds really good Uh, but thank you Sarah for getting those releases for us as well I (laughs) am just going to call myself out and say I organised them five minutes before we went on air. Yes, you can call me out. I will allow it. We will at you. We will at you, Sarah. Uh, What is your ad on Instagram? It is (laughs) SarahLera21. Please follow me and feel free to call me out. I have given you permission. Yeah. If you want to recommend her books as well, just yes. slide into those DMs. <laughs> Always. Just just bribe her with some books, you know. <laughs> yes. Uh, I also have uh, an Instagram as well. It's bookish, at bookish underscore re. Uh, I do mainly bookish content on there and it's like really nice photography stuff. Uh, so I'm pretty happy with how that's going. And I also do like little... Um, uh, halls whenever I get new books and stuff like that too. Uh, Jody, did you want to push anything out there? It's okay if you don't. Yeah, I'm still not ready to. That's fair enough. <laughs> we'll support uh, you when you become ready. Yeah, cool. exactly. I don't really post it much on there and if it, I do, it's like usually really personal stuff. So Yeah, that's fair enough. And yeah. uh, we can all respect anyone's wish to keep their social media as private as they would exactly. like or as open as they want. Uh, and finally, if you would like to follow us on any social media like Tune FM in general, uh, the Booked Out Show in general, you can follow us on Tune Exclamation Point FM 106.9 on Facebook and Tune FM on Instagram. Uh, we do also podcast our shows, but you can keep an eye out on our Facebook page for links to those. Uh, and yeah, so we usually post those the day after the show happens. So if you've only just tuned in now and you want to listen to more just head over to the tune fm facebook page or you could go to tunefm.net as well where you can listen to us live online and have a look at everything else we have to offer exactly we love it (laughs) but you've been listening to booked out with rhiannon jody and sarah and we will come back next week just before the break and yeah that's going to be good. And we will be more prepared. Yay. <laughs> we sounded prepared today. 
We yeah. started prepared today. We did it. Yeah. It happened. So, yeah. But yeah, so up next we've got Real Thing by Middle Kids because with books the real thing is our favourite. So, ha, ha, ha. Uh, you're listening to, well, you were listening to Booked Out on 106.9 Tune FM. 